on this episode. I do know all their songs, but I, again, I can't tell you what any of their lyrics are. And they got some weird ones. I only like, sometimes I'll catch a lyric from the Mars Volta and I'll be like, did he just say like, I literally pulled that like band out of my association. ass. I couldn't name a single one of their songs. I just thought that sounded like uh, a, a band that was kind of like off the radar, but uh, oh, like some man, kind bring, of deep track dude, kind of guy would like bring me in for their top five. <laughs> there will, there will not be a Mars I, Volta top five. I love as long as I live. Mars Volta. Are they good? I've list, literally never listened to them. I don't think you'd like it. <laughs> it's no, it's because it's super challenging. Their music is very, that is the most pretentious <laughs> phrase in the history of the world. Oh, you wouldn't like it. Cause literally you cannot comprehend their greatness. No, it's because it's probably not. Sh- God damn it. <laughs> I'm still in, I'm still enraged by the headset. Uh, the headphones. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of No Country for Middle-Aged Men. I am your host, Mark Pearson, and this is my co-host, Adam. I only listen to singles because I'm single Radlow. <laughs> Doesn't mean it's wrong. <laughs> I'd rather be single than in an abusive... 12 song uh, album. <laughs> <laughs> also on the show today, we have special guest, uh, history professor Dan Spoken the Wheel Hornstein and yeah. podcast intern Wyatt Smith. Yo. By the way, Spoken the Wheel, I think you used it correctly. Did he? Did you yeah, look it up? I looked it up. Oh, okay. Uh, oh. I like, hey, I apologize on air, uh, on wax. But you're also right. I'll give you. The benefit of the doubt, which is, yeah, you put a stick make, in the wheel yeah. Yeah. To, stop to stop it. it. Right. Mm-hmm. A spoke in the wheel is just an extra level of detail or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's a phrase that exists. In the is it old timey? Is that why? Yeah, it's that just, only old white men use this phrase. I think I heard it at Cracker Barrel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> last time I was eating pancakes there. <laughs> Wait, you, you said the last time? Because you were on the, the podcast and said it. I know you've been there since then. I've been to Cracker Barrel a few times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this week. This week, yes. Well, real quick before we get into the show, uh, you can find us on facebook.com slash no country podcast. You can find us on Instagram at no underscore country underscore podcast. You can find us on Twitter at podcast underscore country, or you can email us at no country podcast at gmail.com, or you can leave us a voicemail at 346-291-0050. And thank you once again to Marte and Amber, Amber over at Helps2 for doing such an amazing job at our marketing. We love you guys. You're amazing. Please continue to say terrible things about us. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's fair. That that is fair. <laughs> so, as a uh, if you've listened to this podcast before, you know that we are here to entertain you and enlighten you. So today we're gonna really gonna enlighten. No, you. no, 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 no. Yeah, don't. I, I can't believe you're even going this with is, that track. No, this is this is selfless. I like where he's headed. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> we're doing yeah. this as a service to the world. Oh, okay, fair enough. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, as you know, listeners out there, if you this is your first time, then you know go back and listen to a few of the other ones. But we do top five list, bottom five list. And you know, we pick a topic or a subject or 
whatever. And we pick out top five things. We talk about them. So we're doing that again this week. But this week, we're getting really, really down into detail on one specific thing for the first time. And usually every other time, I kept it pretty broad for the fun of it. But I thought, you know what? Let's do something really detailed, really, really in-depth. And uh, Deftones, one of my favorite artists, Dan likes them, our guest Wyatt likes them, and Adam has, has heard, heard some of the songs. <laughs> they're, they're the best of the worst genre ever made. <laughs> That's a good, interesting way to say it. Which the, I do like them. Don't get me wrong. Right, I do like right. Them. No, yeah. And they uh, like and one, only their hits. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I wanted to have Adam in here because I knew it would be an interesting take. So we're going to give you the top five, you know, Deftone songs across their whole nine, you know, studio album releases, and a, uh, you know, just to try and give you like a broader sense of you know what these guys are about. The reason I picked them one was because they just released their ninth album about a month ago, and I thought it'd be kind of fun to just like go back and talk about them a little bit. And I actually found it interesting. I had maybe like a couple years ago, I had posted something about one of Deftones CDs, uh, White Pony. You and remember this? Why? I remember this because I started getting uh, emails, and you know, I'm. Did the yeah. Deftones, the band, pay you for to do this episode? No, they didn't. I was going to say, saw I, your I, post. I feel like last <laughs> week when we were talking about the streaming shows and Adam was complaining about a certain point in most TV shows when the actors get real selfish and start demanding more screen time right. and it ruins the stories. Right. Like, is this what's happening with the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Mark's like, I demand an all me yes. episode about my favorite band. Adam, yes. that's fine, <laughs> This makes perfect sense. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what happened. This episode's all about me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm shitting on it appropriately. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I had posted a couple of posts on Instagram about it and people started giving me in sending me messages and DMS and they were like, Oh, I listened to that album or I listened to a couple of the songs that album. Like I never heard of that before. Thanks. Do you have any other recommendations? And so I gave him a few other recommendations. And so that kind of like made me think too, I was like, Hey, you know what? At least for me, I always like to try new music or listen to new stuff. Dan and I have been, you know, can what's the word pen pals, pen pals or music pen pals <laughs> for the past couple months, just like sharing playlists, sharing artists, you know, a couple times a week, a real dangerous times a week. liaison kind of Dan <laughs> <laughs> dangerously yeah dangerous cool that's right yeah. dan will be like hey here's a new album or here's a new track i found or the other day dan it got really really cold well cold for houston and dan was like i feel like making a winter playlist so he sent me a that winter playlist. Oh my God. <laughs> and it was really good yeah. i'm glad y'all kept me out of the loop on this i really i <laughs> For two reasons. Number one, uh, yeah, it, it's I nerd out over music, right? Mm-hmm. And and I have a belief that certain music has a kind of seasonality to it. Oh, I agree certain with that. stuff yeah, sounds better right. in the winter. Certain stuff sounds better in the summer. You know, like summertime yeah, is, is you get, when I listen you get to like your my, Simon and Garfunkel for the winter and your Croce for the summer. I get it. I, <laughs> that's not far off. I buy it. Yeah. 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 So I made, a win- I, made a, I made a playlist of stuff that I like to listen to in the winter and send it to Mark. And then I turned around and sent him the same thing. And it was fun to like compare the differences. But Dan said it today. He goes, man, he goes, they both just sound like cold and icy. And I was yeah, like, That's, I think it was, we both kind of captured the mood. Yeah, the day that you can both hop into a simulation and fuck each other. It's gonna be <laughs> <a good day. laughs> 
may or may Where not be signed. Yeah. <laughs> may or may not be addressed just, on a Black Mirror episode. PS Five comes out in a couple weeks. That may, may or may, may not just soon. happen in Adam's bedroom. I mean, <laughs> be the only action that's happened Let's in that bedroom this. for a hot minute. <laughs> just, a lot of man on mark action. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So uh, we have Wyatt here. Wyatt is a podcast intern. When we first set up the podcast, he was the uh, technical side on the other side where Juan was. Juan is still unavailable uh, this week. So Wyatt was hitting the mute button while Juan peed in a bucket. Basically, yeah. <laughs> I did. Juan so. actually is pulling an all-day event. He's just voting for Trump over and over and over again. <laughs> Getting back in the he's, line. Yeah, he's shaving. He's putting on a wig. Uh, he really wants a Detroit or Michigan to yeah. run red this year. Oh, my goodness. But yeah, why it's an excellent... Got to shit on when he's not getting to pay <laughs> Exactly. I thought you were going to say he's too busy cashing in all the aluminum cans that he's yeah. shaking. <laughs> Get it while it's hot, folks. Stock it up. It's payday. The it is Diet payday. Pepsi future are not what they used That's to be. Right. No. So uh, Wyatt is a musician. He's like and the copper sediment. Really deep. <laughs> really big fan of the Deftones and just music in general. So Huge. we wanted to have Adam on. Uh, Adam, fuck. No, I no, they didn't want him. <laughs> we didn't want Adam on. We just <laughs> his house. That's the only reason he's on. No. <laughs> feel so used right now. Yeah. But, okay, so real quick, out of curiosity. Yeah. So Deftones were barely my generation. Mm-hmm. It was late. Like I was young to be have been into that right vibe. Right. Because uh, they were in with like early nineties, right? So they 95 were ninety-five was their first release. Yeah. So yeah. So like. Uh, Kirk Cobain just died. Yeah. Like, well, we all give up on music. So who's next? And then, so they're, so I'm saying, I'm, I'm relatively young to be a Deftones fan. How the hell did you get introduced to the Deftones? Uh, well, it's interesting you say that because they are like super old, like way back there with like corn and stuff. But um, God damn, I feel listen like- to that phrase real quick, yeah, gentlemen. Yeah, let's like <laughs> really old, like corn and stuff. Tread lightly, Wyatt. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, before you Huckleberry, carefully. <laughs> well, I feel like they've had a lot of uh, really important albums come out. I mean, like. Diamond Eyes was 2010. I would have been 10 years old when that came out, and that was one mm-hmm. of their biggest. Um, actually, that's a good question because the way I really got into them was uh, I uh, was on the market for a seven string guitar when I first started playing, and I found a cheap one. I didn't think anything of it. It was Stefan's signature seven string, and I looked it up. And I was like, oh, this is a signature guitar. I was like, Deftones. I've never heard of them. I was like, shit, really I should, probably should. Value. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, shit, I probably should since I'm playing the dude's guitar. So I got into them. I started with the first album because I usually start discographies in order because I'm a nerd. And uh, I was so going to say autistic, but okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in order <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i don't know i got into them and then my friends got into them too so we're all like the only people our age into deftones <laughs> were you the one that introduced your friends yeah yeah nice. I, I you, were the, you were the gateway drug okay yeah yeah <laughs> were you were you like cool about it were you like guys check this shit 
<laughs> like, Super look, guys, cringe about let's it. Let's get some cigarettes. This shit is. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna love this band. It's perfect for the season. You know That's what I mean? Guys? Yeah, yeah. It's great a good winter summertime music. band. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. None of that poppy fucking uh, boys to men garbage. <laughs> that's that's even too old for him. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like crew? Yeah. I was gonna say the Strokes. Oh okay. <laughs> The Strokes it came out. The it sounds like the year you were born. Yeah. <laughs> what else was out in 2010? What else was Nickelback? You... <laughs> like what uh, was popular when you were getting in Deftones? Oh jeez. Well, to be fair, I wasn't into them ba- that far back. I was like 14, like 2014 when I really started Did one listening. force you to listen to this band for the no, last he- week and a half? <laughs> Went twice of yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. fucking CPS material. <laughs> I'm kidding. The tones are good. I don't sh- shit on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. I found them and, uh, and I don't know what was going on with music at the time. It was rough in 2014, but I I used to smuggle CDs into my my dorm room, so that was pretty was 90s. Because you know dubstep, how step, yeah, dubstep <laughs> yeah, was yeah. kicking hard. That was like like uh, uh, what was that dude's name? The big dubstep. Did you say Skrillex? Oh, I thought Skrillex. You, thank you. I thought yeah, you said you smuggled CDs into your dorm room. I did. I was like, that's what he said. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of like 1984 college are y'all going to? Like no uh, music allowed. No CDs yeah, no. allowed. Yeah. It was hell. We weren't hey, supposed to have it. What do you guys like better, tapes or CDs? I feel like this is a punch set up to a punchline. <laughs> I mean, CDs, I collected you CDs easily for a long Yeah, you want a CDs yeah. nuts? I know. <laughs> there it is. Boom. I didn't want to leave you hanging. every Comically, time. I was like, uh. Never fails. Wyatt, you can use that joke on your friends, too. Thanks, I, w- I will. You won't have them very, very long after. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. Gonna go, they're going to go, what's tapes? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, well, let's get started on our top five list, and we'll do this snake draft again, except for this time, uh, there's no... The song doesn't fall off the board if someone else picks it. You know, it just comes around to you. Someone else picks it. You just say what you like about it or what got you into it or why you enjoy it. Um, I, they have such a huge catalog. I don't see there being very many double picks on this because Adam's yeah. just going to pick all the singles <laughs> and the other three of us are going to pick more deep cuts. I'm oh, so sure. Those aren't their best songs is what you're saying. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> did you do a, a worst of two, Adam? Yes, I did. Good. Okay. okay, good. So I'm going to lead off with... I'm uh, not lazy. Okay. Okay. I wasn't implying you were lazy. I was just curious. Um, my number one pick. A little too curious. My number one pick <laughs> I'm, is I'm just off trying to interrupt of, him over and over again. Like I was just plowing yeah, through. Yeah, you just <laughs> have to do that. You must come from a big family or a really <laughs> annoying brother. <laughs> uh, my number one pick is off their album White Pony, their third album. It is Fiat Syria. It is nice. the first track. Well, b- uh, before the special release, I thought we weren't going with any of their well-known st- songs. That's not a single. I'm kidding. I've never heard of it. <laughs> of <course you> <laughs> is that and how you pronounce it? I've uh, always wondered. It's. I know it's Portuguese, but I have oh, no okay. idea how to say it. But uh, that's just me trying my best. Yeah. So if you go listen to it, you know, you just go look at White Pony, and yeah. it's the second track on there because once they came out with the uh, Pink the Maggot. 
yeah. or back to school that yeah. preceded it on the special release, which is now on all the streaming platforms. But I always love that song because it, it has such high energy. It's got Chino's like melodic vocals. And the thing I love about Chino's vocals is he's got that way of just like singing just slightly off key, but it still like works and it hooks yeah. you and drags you in. Yeah. It's it, real dissonant. And yeah. that song is, it doesn't have a very, it doesn't have your standard strong song structure. It's like the first half of the song and then the last half of the song. And it's, it's just a very interesting way it's set up. It's very catchy. It just sticks in your brain. And I just love the way it's con- the, like the soaring melodies. And then you get to the end and there's the, the, there's like the whispers in the background, like soon I'll let you go soon. I'll let you go. And it just yeah. gets you and it just builds, builds, builds. And it's just the perfect way to start off that album and it just really gets me amped up every time okay so dan you're first we don't need you getting amped up while you're in sweatpants (laughs) (laughs) with your winter playlists (laughs) 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 to be fair mark's winter playlist had a deftones track and a knife party or team sleep track right and a crosses track so like all three bands of the singer from the deftones were in representation oh really yeah yeah Right on. So I feel like uh, when I was listening to this, I did. I I picked. I picked an album a day, and I would listen to that. Make album. the hear jumps go away. What? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even hear you. What'd you say? Deftum albums. That, oh God damn it! <laughs> you don't have to repeat it. It wasn't that funny. Yeah. So I, I went remember, back because I'm, go sl- I'm, I'm a decent de- Deftones some fan. Prius tires later, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're electric. They refill on their own. <laughs> that's not true. Uh, that's Tesla cars. Um, Is that true about Teslas? No, no, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm so I'm, I'll, I want to be as, as kind of fair as possible with my reasoning. I'm not as big of a fan of the Deftones as you are, Mark, mm-hmm. and I'm probably not as big of a fan as why it is. I do like their stuff. When I was in college, this album came out and it was, it was sort of a, a, three or four albums that me and my friends listened to a lot. I did a lot of drugs. And I'm, 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 See why this is what it'll get you. This is where it gets you. Yeah. You just do podcasts. <laughs> oh shit. So, uh, He's straight edge from here on straight edge, straight edge, straight edge podcasts. <laughs> so like a lot of my picks are going to be probably from that sort of era yeah. of mm-hmm. Deftones. Uh, cause it, cause I got a lot of memories associated with them yeah. and stuff like that. Along with that, I feel like Deftones really have, they, they kind of have three styles that they end up in. Mm-hmm. One of them is, um, they do a lot of very noise rock ish mm-hmm. stuff, a lot of screaming and shit. They have a very, they have another sort of set of songs that are very metal. I feel like, yeah. and, and have a lot of kind of traditional metal sound. Right. And then the third is they have this, this group of songs that in a lot of their albums that are almost shoegaze where it's this wall of sound. It's very big, very ethereal. That's always when to me, they're at their best. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a lot of overlap. You think I, so? I completely agree. So they mm-hmm. when they get into that atmospheric style and it's a little more spacey, a little more trippy. That's when I like the Deftones the most. So my number one with a bullet is Knife Party. Oh, light I'm going to go check it out with a bullet. Yeah. I mean, I already, li- down, I already did. There's, there's a. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to be sure. There's, so, there's like seventy plus songs, so mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. Um, that one's got a great melody. It's got. 
uh, very like heavy Pink Floyd influence. Yep. Mm-hmm. Whoever that's got this lady who yeah. does yeah. this vocal performance. I don't know who this woman is. She was another artist that was in the studio next to them. Yeah. And Chino heard her singing and said, Hey, come scream on this song. Oh, cool. My God. It's the best female vocal performance like that. Yeah. Since what is it? The great gig in the sky right. from dark side of the moon by right. Pink Floyd. It's incredible. Um, just unbelievable. And it sells everything about that song. Not to mention the right. big wall of sound and the production, the guitars and everything like that. Um, and I, I did a lot of MDMA while listening to that. That, <laughs> that was like on a regular rotation. I had my ecstasy winter playlist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's being sarcastic. That's not far off. It was a burned CD at the time, but that was like track seven. And it was, it was designed at like, Oh, I'm peeking. (laughs) I peek at knife party. I've always loved that song. I feel like that song doesn't get started till the bridge kicks in and she starts doing those oohs and the ahs. Well, like up until that point, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's a little more, that's when the shift happens right? for sure. Like it's a good song before that. That's when it moves from being a good song Song to a fucking great song. And from there, the way it carries into the bridge, the little pre chorus that happens before. And then the, then when the chorus hits after that, uh, it just, it jams. And there's this weird, excellent, excellent part where, uh, the guitar player hits this chime right before the drums come in and lets it hang for us about a beat and a half. And it's just, Ooh, it, it's, it's so right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I could over talk s- about all the details of why I like that song the most. So I should probably stop. You- <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll oversell it. And then Adam's going to listen to it and be like, meh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As I am one to do. Yeah. <laughs> so why you're first. Ah, uh, I, I couldn't order them. Do I need to order them? Okay. This shit runs in the family. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go take a piss in a bucket. Got one fucking job. Okay. Do you have a piss bottle underneath? Yeah. I'm going to take a piss in a bucket. I'm just cathed right now, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, Where's the 10 diet <laughs> Pepsi? <Yeah. laughs> no, um, oh I'll just, <laughs> okay. You guys both did white pony tracks. So I'll do mine. Uh, okay. This was probably one of the hardest albums to pick from because it it hits a lot of really good angles. It's very unique Deftones album. Uh, I feel like my picks are kind of bizarre, but I don't fuck it. Uh, Street Carp. <laughs> Street Carp okay. is my is my first one. Uh, I don't know why I've always loved, especially those first two verses. Um, mm-hmm. The chorus is good. I don't know why it's always been my go-to Deftone songs when I've got like a six string. Um, it's really fun to like play and sing at the same time. Uh, it hits that like, I, I don't know. It just represents White Pony in an interesting way to me. It's got that kind of like stuff like Digital Bath and RX Queen in it and stuff like mm-hmm. that. That kind of vibe. But it's also a little more high energy. I almost went with Korea and yeah. Knife Party. Knife Party's amazing. And uh You do know you're gonna have multiple picks. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm just you know I, how drafts work, right? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd read you my essays on each uh, song here. Uh, 
Hey, Adam but, did quotes a couple weeks ago, so yeah, yeah, that was going above and beyond. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that that is a really fun song. It's yeah. a fun song to play. Very high energy. I, I love it's that. Just that that opening with the octaves. That's just I don't know. I love that shit. So that's that's my first pick. Nice, fantastic, Adam. Yeah, you know maybe because uh, I'm the only non musician or non guitarist specifically. Mm-hmm that there's a different level of appreciation. Like if, if I yeah. could just, you could have told me like, we're doing this episode on like really easy to play guitar songs. I, that'd have been fine. Mm-hmm. And right. then you could, but now you're just disguising it as a Deftones song. <laughs> <laughs> those, those power chords gotta be tough. Um, yeah, yeah. Especially in drop D. Yeah. yeah, we have an extra yeah. string, so it makes it hard. Like you play "Fire and Rain." Yeah, <laughs> Eddie Van Halen could never have made it in the Deftones. Nah. Definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> Your first Adam. Uh, it was already mentioned. I'm not going to say by who. We'll look directly at them as I say this. <laughs> Digital Bath is my number one song, and yeah, it, there is a close second, mm-hmm. but those two, the, the first two, are far and away my two favorite songs. Uh, Digital Bath, if they had more music like that, mm-hmm. I would be one of the biggest Deftones fans in the world. Yeah. Because it's mm-hmm. a very, it's, it sets an awesome vibe. It's not overly aggressive, which I just can't do a, like aggressive music anymore. Right. Like, I, and I, would, I only had a very short phase where I was into that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's sets a really cool, the mu- not so much music, the production of it is really cool because yeah. it's not even just guitar. The drums throughout it, it's like real understated, but it's very cool still. And um, the the lyrics are just kind of haunting, but without being like like um, scary. So it's like it's you know just, what that song's about, right? A, a, a virtual bath, like electrocuting someone in a bathtub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good it's, stuff. It's great song. It's that's if out of like the Deftones, not so high energy songs. That's probably my favorite. Yeah, yeah that's so they're able good. to just lock into a groove. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that, what I like about that song in particular, kind of to your point, is nobody is rushing to take the lead on anything. It's sort of all parts fit yeah. equally. Yeah, everybody's sure. everybody's hanging back. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's tough for bands to do. Somebody always wants to have the ego and kind of push themselves to right. the forefront. But that's one where everybody's collectively working to just make the song better, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Their drummer is very tasteful. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. In a lot of ways when it comes to that kind of stuff. It's what you want out of a drummer most, for the most part. To the rhythm section part, yeah, in there's, general. There's times it works. I mean, there's there's times I want to hear the guy just go balls to the wall, like the guy from Tool and Rush oh, yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. But but more often than not, I feel like the Deftones drummer hangs back. He does mm-hmm. more than other drummers would. Kind of like Rage Against the Machines drummer, I would say, holds back. It kind of hangs back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just he he just he just in, keeps the groove. Yeah. Lives in the pocket. Yeah, the Ringo method. Yeah. So your second, a second is actually. And this research was what vaulted Digital Bath into the number one spot versus what it would have been if you'd asked me when you told me we were going to do this topic mm-hmm. is uh, My Own Summer, which is obviously probably their biggest hit. Mm. Um, and I saw them at, um, I think it was BuzzFest. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't a, a huge fan of them. Uh, I'd heard a couple of songs, but they had this like big old curtain that covered up the main stage. And then... 
the the way it intros in with like this like, I think it's just a drum it's a, yeah it's a kick and a snare just, yeah you went to Buzzfest yeah dude that's awesome and uh, it was it was a fun show I'd have pegged you more of a Lilith Fair kind of guy myself but yeah and that's, you're more of a Warp Tour kind of guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm old it's it's the minivans Warp Tour now yeah <laughs> yeah this is like a family values is more what this podcast is like, yeah. <laughs> which I sadly went to as well. Second run. <laughs> I'm Ozfest all the way. Baby. <laughs> How many festivals are we going to name? Not fest. Yeah. yeah. Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo. So the, the drones came in. Woodstock. Coachella. <laughs> What's that? San Francisco. Gathering of the Juggalos. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. That's all I got. I'm, I'm tapped out on music festival. Firefest. ACL. Mm-hmm. ACL. How did yeah. I forget that? Yeah. Cause I've never been. Yeah. I haven't been there. Um, so yeah, it's just so that the hits and then like the curtain falls and it's like you said, the wall of sound was like a perfect description for mm-hmm. how it feels like the whole, like everyone was like their hair was blown back. Nice. They were going like just balls to the wall from the second go. And it's, like it's a good song too. So yeah, it's a fantastic song. It's a great high energy, just like nothing there, and then bam, it hits exactly, it like smacks you in the face. Okay, Wyatt, your second. My second. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll just go randomly now. Um, so when you first asked me this, I uh, I thought about doing like some real deep cuts just for maximum hipster points, but uh, <laughs> I I really like I kind of went. I'm glad that he um, recognizes it with that. That's what that is. Yeah. 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 It's not uh, the song that you most enjoy. It's a song that gives you the most cred. Right. Right. Yeah. Dan's so. just like gritting his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to, he's like, I'm going to come up with a burn and he's going to regret saying all of this. <laughs> <laughs> you can feel that energy. Well, not now. <laughs> but it's I kind of be rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of took Dan's approach. I listened back through all the albums because there were some that I like. I I felt like I thought were my favorites, but when I listened to them, they were totally different. Mm-hmm. And I had to put an adrenaline track. Believe it or not, okay. I oh. dig adrenaline. It's That's one of my f- record album. It is. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah. I, no, I didn't know that. It, I I think it's Chino's least favorite, but uh, I I really like that album. Who's Chino and, again? Uh, the vocalist. I'm kidding. <laughs> Thanks, Listening through it, uh, there's a couple I wanted to go with, but I chose engine number nine because okay. uh, I still like the really, really high energy songs. When yeah. I was first into Deftones, it was all about the heavy stuff. So mm-hmm. it was like harder for me to get into the ethereal stuff at first, but now I'm like way into that too. But uh, that one just gets me pumped up. That was the song that like really solidified me as like, I'm going to keep listening to these guys to get into them. Uh, when I listened to that album first. That so. sounds like a nursery rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> Engine number nine. Engine number nine. <laughs> or maybe a Motown song. <laughs> yeah, it kind of could be either one. And do yeah. a cover version. Ooh, there's a good idea. Motown. Interesting Engine number nine. That, though. Well, <laughs> I mean, the royalties on all Deftone songs have to be super expensive. 
<laughs> Hundreds of dollars. We're talking about. Hundreds of dollars. <laughs> okay. That's five chinos. Uh, Send me five pairs of pants. <laughs> if they're chinos, they're all about the high tube socks, too. Yep. Mm. <laughs> Dan, you're second. You owe me five chinos. <laughs> that would be funny to say to somebody. Um, so same, same rate. I, I wanted to have a good diverse list, but if I'm picking my absolute favorites, yeah. like all of them are going to come from white pony. I had digital bath on my list too, Adam, mm. um, passenger from white pony oh, yeah. with, is Maynard, James with Maynard James Keenan for that. Exact, is he in that? Yeah, I credited. That's I've heard that song when I'm doing this research. I was like, this sounds like a tool song. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's a duet between the two of them. Well, that explains it. And the I, music sounds like Tool, though, too. So it's a little bit of a different. Yeah, it's a, I get what I yeah. get. Where you're saying it's a little bit of a different kind of riff structure. But man, I remember uh, me and my friend Joe would just ride around. We worked at the same restaurant, me and him, and we would always go to and fr- I would always ride with him to work at a seafood restaurant. We would bus tables, and he had that CD on almost nonstop. He was he was really the person that got me most into the Deftones. Mm-hmm. I was not a fan of adrenaline when it came out my friend jeff had that record loved it i didn't like it when around the fur came out i didn't get into around the fur until after i got into white pony and i Mm -hmm. went okay let me see what else they've got and i kind of went backwards in there but i remember like when my own summer came out i wasn't even a huge fan of that song but because i listened to white pony so much and that song particularly we had that one on repeat and yeah, a lot of drugs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on repeat. I cannot stress that enough. <laughs> that 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 it shaped a lot of my musical taste, and so. Um, but I was a big. I got into Tool around the same time. See, like, listeners, before. I was a responsible child. <laughs> didn't do drugs and listened to stuff like Zeppelin, The Beatles, Black Sabbath. I listened to that too. Nirvana. Special pumpkins. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep naming names. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're gonna go to my second now, and we're talking about like the ethereal and like setting the space type of vibe that they give off. Uh, I have to go with Rosemary off of the Koino Yokan album. It's it, it like the first verse of that song. It's very airy, very just light. And then the guitars come in and it hits you just really heavy. But the whole songs to me sounds like you're just like on cloud nine, like the, the lyrics to the song, the atmosphere of the song is you're just the, you know, the song is just about being super happy in whatever it is. And it's like, what song is this? Rosemary. That's off of their, there's a Deftone song that gives like a positive poppy vibe. Oh yeah. Hmm. It's it's really good. It it starts off very slow and melodic, and then the guitars come in, but it still all blends together and works well. And the the uh, the guitar breakdown at the end is just so brutal and yeah. so heavy. It's the perfect way to finish it off. This whole song like builds to this crescendo, and it just ends with this super heavy breakdown, and then this very melodic guitar for yeah. the last like minute and a half. It's just it's it's very quintessentially Deftones in, yeah. in all the different ways of what makes them. It's got the synth, it's got the drums, it's got the heavy guitar and then the vocals and the bass work. It's just, it's a masterpiece of like the, these five different guys coming together and bringing their each unique like ideas and talents together is what makes that song my second favorite. It's so great. And then my third is another sort of deep cut 
And these are all actually my favorite songs. This song I have ever since I first heard it. I've why, never. Why been, would you have to say that? Like you're lying about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never been able to get this song it's out of my head. It's a preemptive to try to keep me from attacking. Yeah, yeah. Was, I felt like that was a that was a slight dig at Adam. Yeah. <laughs> just a little bit. No, these are really my favorites, not just the ones I've heard of. Anyways, <laughs> maybe. And so now uh, it's off of their Saturday Night Wrist album, which. Depending on who you talk to, it's not like one of the fan favorite albums. Trust me when I say this, it'll be the only time I talk about the Deftones in length. <laughs> I won't, I'm, I'm not caveat surprised. will not need to be used. <laughs> and, like by the end of this, Adam's gonna be like, look, after this, we're fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> Two new metal fucking episodes. Fucking done. <laughs> you already said that the other day. Croachy like, or bust. <laughs> you know, oh, you know what? Because of this, we should have to do a folk rock episode. I'm fine with that. Let's do like folk all rock. folk rock. Yeah, from like the whole category. Yeah, from I'm down with that. I'm yeah, down with that exactly. Too. Even if y'all would have me still, on, I'm, there is I'm modern day that. folk yeah. rock. Yeah. I'm music. down with that. I will. I will sing the praises of Cat Stevens hey, uh, over Yusuf Jim Islam, Croce. Please put respect on his name. Yeah, Kinda Yusuf Islam. Sorry, dead named him or wherever that word is. <laughs> I'm done with that. But my third is uh, Dan's like, <laughs> Peter O'Cassius Clay over here. <laughs> just <laughs> fucking two for two, this guy. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> so my third is uh, Kim Dracula. It's it's really high energy, but it's still melodic. The the opening riff and the riff for most of the song is just this very Kim, simple riff with just like octaves, the guitars on the octaves. It's just so much fun. It'll it's like a, it's like toss a coin to your Richard. It'll get stuck in your head for days and days and days, and I'll just listen to it a hundred times, and I still don't get tired of it. Kim Dracula was actually Kim Kardashian's nickname in high school because she sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Dan. <laughs> give, me the, give me the validation that I just don't really want. Uh, What's that old expression? It's better to uh, stay silent and let people think that you're funny yeah. than to open your mouth and prove them wrong. <laughs> like a Samuel, Samuel Clement line. So, Dan, you're third. My third. I, I thought for sure Mark would pick this one. Uh, so I'm probably going to steal your answer. Is, is the opening track off of that same record. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you say it? Koino. Yokan. Koino Yokan. Uh, Swerve City. That song is. Mm-hmm. Swerve City is oh, yeah. a mad song. And I, li- I picked it because I feel like um, there's, there's a couple of records of the Deftones that aren't my faves. And Saturday Night Wrist is one, and the one before that, which I think is their self-titled, is one. And I felt like they kind of settled into a little bit of some same-soundedness mm-hmm. between those two records, where the songs didn't have a whole lot a of variety. Do what? Do you consider that a problem? If it's not major? I, no, I think it's, it's fine for the most part, but when I was going back and listening to everything it started to get to the point where I was having trouble picking a standout, uh-huh. you know, that everything kind of felt in the middle and I wanted something to really leap out and grab my attention. And that's the song that did because it had such a unique melody. It, it the groove locked in. Um, it just, it was a, it was different enough to where I went, yeah, this caught my attention and I really like it. So that's why I picked it. And it's the lead off track to that record. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those that when I put it on, I, I just gotten through, I think the one before it is Saturday Night Wrist, right? Yeah. And oh no, it's Diamond Eyes. It's Diamond Eyes, yeah. which even Diamond Eyes kind of had a little bit of that vibe to it. 
It's a little bit better than the other two before it, mm-hmm. but then Koino, Yo can. thank you, came out. <laughs> and I think that's just, that record seems to be leaps and bounds above their other three. Yeah, it's, it's they definitely, a good re- return to form for them. They grew a lot between those two, and it's a lot more yeah. polished. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I think that's what it was. The songs all felt a little more put together, and like they spent more time crafting them mm-hmm. as a whole and making them sound, each one sound like its own song versus each one just kind of blended together a little bit. Yeah. No, that's a very, very fun track. Cool. Very fun. Did I steal your answer? Did you have that? No, I didn't have that. I had such a hard time picking just five. So I just went with the ones that I, of my go-tos, my go-tos where I'm like, I want to hear this track again and again. Nice. So your third, Wyatt. Um, my third was, was actually Rosemary and I almost switched it out last second for Swerve City. So uh, it was really close, but I feel like that one, like you were saying, it's just (laughs) (laughs) making you guys feel good for your picks. The pandering. He's doing what I'm paying him to do. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Wait, y'all get paid for this? Yeah, I'm not on here for free. This whole time? (laughs) (laughs) Adam, you get paid with our presence. <laughs> Why it gets a cut of Juan's aluminum can diet Pepsi money? <laughs> Empire. Empire. So, so sorry, what? <laughs> oh no. So I was I was just gonna say, like you said, it's just got a lot wrong. of good angles. Yeah. It's it's one of the best produced tracks of theirs, I think. The mm-hmm. sound in that one is huge, especially when it comes in to like the real first verse. Yeah. That it's just huge, and there's so much going on, and like you said, the the ending with the the heavy eight string sound, and then it almost feels like cheating because that little like guitar part at the end that's real melodic. Yeah, I I thought that was a separate track at first because I was listening to that album. Actually, I got into it like a month ago or something in my car. I thought it was a different track, so I kind of felt like I got to pick two with that one, but um. <laughs> But it yeah, is, so it, it, it's part of it, but it's also separate at the same time. I know. It's yeah. Yeah. So why it's number four was Rosemary third or number three was third. number three as well. It does okay. seem like not, we've been here a while, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not that I actually ordered them, but <laughs> you're third, Adam. <laughs> I'm going with my third uh, as Minerva just because it's the name of a Roman God. Okay. It's okay. a good track too. No, I'm kidding. It is a good song. It is my top five. Uh, I don't know. I know I was surprised that cause I figured I was only exposed to them for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. So all of my likes were going to come from the exact same album, if not the exact same, then probably two. Mm-hmm. And I think that all of them together came, like, came off of three or four albums, which I was surprised, which is a good sign. Yeah. Or it's a sign that they have one good song per album. Uh, <laughs> one or the other, <laughs> <laughs> But no, it's a good song. Uh, I thought it was... Uh, so for me, what the reason I'm not super into the Deftones, but I do like some of the songs, is a lot of their songs, and for me, and I've said this on other music podcasts, mm-hmm. a song has to be catchy, yeah. has to have like a, a, some kind of a, a, a vibe that's not just like trudging away. Mm-hmm. And a lot of their songs that I was listening through, I was like jumping around it's like all right this is the same just grungy guitar not grungy guitar but like new metal style guitar with some chino you know, screaming i don't like when he screams i like more when he's more singing and then occasional screaming's fine mm-hmm. and uh, i think that's 
why the commercial hits are the ones that appeal to me the most. So that's why I picked uh, that oh, pick. That makes sense. And that's a great song too. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I do feel yeah. like they use a lot of the same tools uh, again and like again. Guitar, drums, bass. And the way, yeah, the way they put them together um, specifically, I, that was, that was nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> here I was trying to agree with you and give you a compliment, but uh, I'm going to say that Minerva fucking sucks. No. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. The song was overplayed as fuck. No, I'm just <laughs> You're fourth, Adam. I feel like he was going to say something of support of what I was saying. I was. No, I was, I was going to say, I agree. I like when they, they, you know, most bands, they'll find that kind of, that groove that this is their style and they stick to it. When the Deftones challenge themselves out of that, that's when they go from being a good band to me to being a great right. band. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I'm, I'm, I think they're a good band. I'd give them a seven out of 10 overall, but those couple of other tracks are those that are standout tracks. That's when they get into the nines and the tens for me. Pretty, pretty high praise. Yep. Yeah. I'd say overpraise, but um, I will say this. The Deftones is my favorite. There's one of my favorite bands to listen to when I'm working out. Oh yeah. Like when I go jogging or if I go cycling or something like if More I'm doing so long than cardio, or APC, even some of their stuff, it, it, it drops into a little too mellow. Whereas the Deftones is hot. Most of their stuff is high enough energy mm-hmm. that it's, it's and it. The pacing of it is good jogging pace for me, which is like right around five and a half miles an hour. <laughs> I feel like if you're faster than that, so they're you're probably good, not good. as fan, but it matches my tempo perfectly. <laughs> they're good plotting along like, yeah. music. Like a Kenyan guy listening to it be like, this is too slow, man. I need, I need Dude, something. They crush in the malls for the, the mall walkers. Get that real <laughs> <laughs> when they're tra- when they're training. <laughs> mall walkers. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No Four. ankle weights needed, just some Deftones <laughs> just in your Walkman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, my number four pick uh, is Change. Mm, okay. I actually originally had this out of the top five, just barely, and I had um, Passenger in that spot. But I kept, I, I just felt Passenger, I was like, this is, I don't know what it was about it. I was like, this sounds so different than the other stuff, which should have been a good reason to put them in there. But I started listening to Change again. And I was like, yeah, this song's a really good song. So I popped it back in and uh, I enjoy it. Nice. So it's a nice, like I said, again, like borderline creepy, but it's just kind of a. Uh, it's haunting. Haunting, yeah. 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 So yeah, it's a good song. Why? I'm finishing all my uh, reviews with like, yeah, yeah it's so one. that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty good. I can't just let it drop. <laughs> <laughs> Your fourth, Wyatt. Okay. Uh, I, I chose hexagram. Oh, okay. Um, that riff is just legendary. Mm-hmm. I can't get enough of that riff. Um, and it was awesome when I got to that album because then I was finally able to play stuff on my seven string. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and that, that song, there's only like, I think there's only two riffs in it, right? Yeah. Yeah. If they just like swap it out for clean, but that one, there's like no singing in it which is kind of weird and I almost switched it out for mine, but, but I just really, I can't get enough of that one. It's, it's got good production It's super high energy, super, which are a lot of my picks. Energy. Yeah. Yeah, Wait, yeah. Quick question. Hmm. How many of y'all own a seven string guitar? I have had two seven string guitars and I currently have an eight. Never had one. Only I heard six strings. I've never learned other than one 
I learned the intro riff to one Deftones song, but I've never any? taken the time to learn any of their other stuff. Are there any other genres that utilize the seven string guitar? Other, yeah. Other? Jazz. A lot of jazz guys. Yeah. Seems kind of... A lot of prog rock uses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 But mostly, like, I would say the majority of it's metal. Yeah. Majority sure. is metal. Steve Vai, like, came up with it or something. He was trying to put a high string on there, though. Kept snapping. Yeah, he was <laughs> trying to do the opposite. <laughs> Kept snapping. They had to put a lower one on there. So I feel like the only reason I asked that is like, so I played music briefly uh, mm-hmm. and I sucked. But like, if there's a bass, like I played bass. If there's like a bass player, say, what a shot! <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's such a oh, gig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking new metal fans over here giving me shit. Um, <laughs> But, you know you're bad at music when you go, I'm going to quit this and do comedy instead. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, that counts for me, too. <laughs> Guilty. Yeah. Uh, but, like, uh, people would be in the, the, whenever I was around music and talking to other bass players at the Guitar Center or wherever, uh, they would always be, like, big into this, the players that would play with the six-string bass. They're like, that, like, oh, these guys are the greatest. And they would be, like, big fans of their music. Mm-hmm. And I would listen to their music. I'm like, yeah, this guy's a great bass player, but this music fucking sucks. <laughs> so I wonder if there's, and I'm not saying that, again, I like the Deftones, but I wonder if that's a factor for people who play a seven string guitar. Mm. Like, oh, well, I kind of, like, by playing this guitar, I'm admitting that I like this kind of a sound. Uh, should I really be into these bands? And they're kind of overvaluing them. Oh, I they, see what you're saying. Sort of like the chicken or the egg. Yeah. You know, what came first? Did you buy the okay. seven string guitar and then you have to play Deftones? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Were you into a Deftones and then you're like, I should get a seven string guitar because yeah. I like, like this so much. How many tab books are there for seven string guitar? Yeah. I actually have a couple. And do you, you've been, you basically, <laughs> <laughs> and they're probably half Deftones songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a cord in there or something. So can figure this whole thing out. I got to the bottom of it. Rattles on the, the case. Rabbit hole, yeah. Case closed. Mm-hmm. So that's the end of the draft, right? <laughs> <laughs> Your fourth, uh, uh, Dan. Uh, my fourth is Mall Walkers, <laughs> which is a B side. Great <laughs> track. <laughs> Back great, a great groove. Yeah, <laughs> I picked. Uh, I picked a, one of their cover songs. I picked "Drive." Okay, ah, it great. closes out Saturday Night Riff, mm-hmm. uh, Saturday Night Wrist. Because again, they they'd done a couple of slower songs before. They got that song "Teenager" on White Pony. They're mm-hmm. just kind of super chilled and very different. Um, but first of all, I'm a huge fan of the Cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to talk about just good pop music and and great melodies? I love the Cars. For the Deftones to cover the Cars, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. And not only for them to do it, but to do it really well, I was like, yeah, okay, like kudos to them just all around. They they kept the vibe of the original song, still did some stuff that was different and very modern, but it wasn't done in an overly cheesy way like some other stuff are. I think Mark and I talked about one time, there's, there's a playlist on Apple music's thing. That's all of the new metal cover. Yeah, songs. We did talk about that. And so many of them are so bad. It's like Cole <laughs> chamber doing shock. The monkey by Peter Gabriel <laughs> and a lot of other really bad it's almost stuff. Like that they don't have good taste. <laughs> I like Peter Gabriel, but oh, I like Peter Gabriel too. <laughs> but the fact that so many of their covers are bad. Well, so with, they're doing them poorly. It's, it's a lot of that. It's, it's, it's not so much their taste in the music. It's their, we got to take this, this and make it yeah. our own. Mm-hmm. 
And for the Deftones, who's predominantly a very heavy band, a very aggressive band, they very easily could have taken that song and ruined yeah. it. Yeah. The fact that they didn't is really kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Is this such the same pretty, song that I'm thinking of? It's a who's gonna drive you home? Oh, never mind. Tonight. I was thinking in cars. No, that's no, that's no, Gary that's... Newman. Okay, that's why I was like, what the fuck? Fear is... Factory covered that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's Which is that's true. believable. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm not fucking that up. <laughs> I just assumed that was a joke. That's <laughs> that is not a joke. It's the worst band name ever. We're a Fear Factory. <laughs> <laughs> Worse than Coal Chamber? <laughs> Probably not. <Yeah. laughs> so my fourth is this is diving into the Deftones more like noise side. And this is probably hey, can one we, of their can we just... pause over a second. I got to the bathroom. I don't want to miss a second. I'm yeah. kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> can always count on Adam to be. Don't a trip over your Audi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my fourth, it's getting into the noise. Um, every once in a while, it's just, I enjoy just a good, like I've got really liked noise core back in the late nineties and early two thousands. I really, really like that. This song is, uh, it's just a very angry song, a very, a lot of pent up rage and frustration. And the guitar playing reflects that with just its dissonant tones and dissonant melodies. And Chino just screams over the top of it the whole time. It's when girls telephone boys yeah. and yeah. it's just basically about like having an argument with your girlfriend and it's, it's so good. Yeah. It's just, it builds, it builds, it builds. And then it has this lull during the bridge and then it comes back and just hits you hard again. It's like the ultimate, just like, breakup song or I've had enough of you song. It's just such high. And I literally, I've been listening to you know, I can't, that CD came out in what, 2004. And that's been one of my favorite Deftones tracks ever since. Oh yeah. Out. It's just such high energy. It's so good. And it's just like almost chaos, but not quite. Yeah. That was on my honorable mentions. Yeah. Same. It's, it's, it's just the, it, it's the, the guitar playing for me being a guitarist. It really stands out because it's just so unique to what they do a lot of the time and I'm good. Okay. And, uh, that just has always stood out to me every once in a while. I think, man, there's other, you know, when I was making this list, I thought, man, there's other tracks on here that might be better, but I was like, no, this is my favorite. Like I like that noise. I like that chaos. I just like that guttural screaming. It's just a fun one. And then my fifth one, which is a new one, which surprised me, but this is the only single I picked on the list and it's off their new record and it's Genesis. Okay. It ever since I first heard that song, I have not been able to get it out of my head. You can ask my girlfriend. I won't stop singing it. It's weird that Peter Gabriel <laughs> subtle, cut up twice. That's a little humble brag there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My you can girlfriend. ask my girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. I heard from, I heard from the, the restroom. I was like, yeah, he's talking about it. It's a perfect breakup song. And da, 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 da. I was like, okay, well, he's talking about girlfriends. I don't need to have this conversation. <laughs> that, that's actually hilarious. And just so, just so yeah. he knew I didn't miss it. <laughs> he went back to back with another song about girlfriends. <laughs> I, I almost girlfriend humble <laughs> bragged about you, that one too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I asked. I had to ask my best friends on this list what their opinions were because this was a hard question, and she chose Genesis. So, <laughs> girlfriend, it's yeah, <laughs> nice. Hey, no, she still got time to change her mind. She's just a yeah, girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, the eternal optimist. <laughs> so, no, I love it because it's very high energy. It's 
reminiscent of everything that makes you know that I think the Deftones are. It's got a bit more effects in the vocals than I expected from them. Yeah, but it's just a very fun song, very high energy, and it just it just hooks me every time. <clears throat> I'll I'll never get sick of it. I listen. I'm not, I'm not kidding. The day it came out, I listened to it 50 times. Were you there for the premiere? Just that's, all day at work, just on repeat. I was like, in, "This is so good." <laughs> that is a level of love for music that I will never, <laughs> ever possess. <laughs> where, where you like? I I can't imagine listening to the same song twice. Period. <laughs> ever. Um, I do it all the time. Oh. When something gets stuck in my head, it'll be there for days. Yeah, same here. Mm-hmm. Oh, days I, mean, and days I guess and days. It's, yeah. again, this has to go back to the musician versus non-musician. Are you like trying to pick up on the guitar work? No, or? it's just I enjoy it. Yeah, and sometimes I have, I'll had for a while. I, I would have songs I would listen to every day. Mm-hmm. To like, oh, I want to hear this song, but never like back, well, maybe back to back. In a rare, rare example, never ever back to back to back. Oh no, that sounds no. like torture i'll I'll share something really embarrassing not too long ago maybe like a week or two uh i remembered there was there i don't listen to very much pop music but there's one song that i really have liked it's probably my favorite pop song in the past 10 years and i don't care if you judge me party in the usa (laughs) no i went through i went home the other day and i literally listened to this song on repeat like five or six times in a row the entire drive home and it's that song chandelier by sia (laughs) (laughs) that was on my fucking you're gotta be kidding me no (laughs) so literally when i was talking about this listening to the same song every day Uh when i was for whatever reason i was in florida and every day i ride to work if one would be never mind it was uh, elect, uh, Elastic Heart. I don't know why I was confusing those two. But, <laughs> but she's fucking awesome. Yeah, there's not I a lot of pop I music I like. That song sure, moves sure. me yeah. in a very weird way. It's It just hits me. That song and for some reason, Paparazzi by Lady Gaga. Yeah, that's good know. too. Yeah. Um, but I, I, good music. I listened to that song for like 30 minutes <laughs> in a row, just on repeat over and over and over again. Uh, trying to poorly sing. I was going to ask you, did you ever try <laughs> so and belt just, it out? Yeah. Oh, I did. I absolutely did. I was alone <laughs> and it was just a total kind of like singing in the shower moment for me, but it was going south on I-45. Yeah. Uh, she is awesome. Uh, and like you said, the song Elastic Heart, uh, it's got similar vibes to Chandelier. Uh, and for whatever reason, it just gets you in your, in your feelings. You're just like, this is... This is that's when music transcends. It's like right. this is something that makes you feel something. It doesn't just sound cool. And uh, the video is good too. It's got Shia LaBeouf in it randomly. Um, really good video. But uh, it's got like interpretive dancing. If you'd ever told me, Adam, would yeah. you ever be an interpretive <laughs> dance? I'd be like, absolutely not. I even like give after I got my, home, like I went and looked up like, the YouTube question. video when she did it at the Grammys and had Kristen Wiig doing all the interpretive mm-hmm. dance stuff live. The same, the same dancer from uh, Chandelier is in Elastic Heart. Okay. So they must have, know each other somehow. But um, yeah, I completely support your Sia fandom. Thank you. All right. I thought I was going to catch some heat for that one. No. I like pop music every once in a while. Watch, I'm going to do my number five pick, and Adam's going to be like, fuck you. That's <laughs> <laughs> pop rock is good, too. So uh, there, there is pop music, so I'm not a pop music fan, but there's certain music that transcends genres they're like that's just a good song sure. and lady gaga's got a handful of yeah. them c has got yeah. a, a handful mm-hmm. of them 
Uh, it's kind of like think of any the talent. The talent to me is up there so much. You gotta. You just have to enjoy it and have to like. It's like listening to some Michael Jackson. You know, I'm not the biggest Michael Jackson fan. I don't like as much R and B music as I probably should. But like, God damn it, dude! When when some it's Michael just a Jackson really comes good on, song. Like, yeah, he's got some great. It's gonna music. be really good stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, completely agree. So your fifth that Adam's not gonna. Yeah. My fifth, my last one. Shoot, I'm gonna choose between two. And I will follow. Nope. You know what? I'm going to go with you've seen the butcher. Uh, Oh yeah. (laughs) From diamond eyes. Cause again, it's kind of fits my motif of songs that they do different when that, one came on i was as i was going through the albums i put that on i was going for a bike ride when that song came on that was the one that i stopped and i went okay what is this i turned my phone on because this is the one that i like the most Mm -hmm. and because it's got this kind of swing feel yeah it's got a kind of a a, like a black sabbath sweet leaf kind of vibe to Mm -hmm. it yep that is and they i listened to the rest of their albums they've never done anything like that since and i went okay that was really cool yeah yeah so and it's creepy as hell. It is kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah. Haunting. It's got yeah. that haunting. It, it just, I got mad Black Sabbath vibes from that song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm Black a big, Sabbath had big a better singer. Old 70s been. Black Sabbath fan. Black Sabbath had a better, a more, someone you could take seriously because Dio's not better. I was going to say. <laughs> uh, they could have been Can one of my favorite bands of all Black time. name all Black Sabbath singers? Uh, Dio, um, Ozzy, and what was the guy from Deep Purple? Was it? You knew it? Yay! Yeah. Good for you. I'm very impressed. <laughs> I like Did good the guitar music. center guys <laughs> tell you that when you were no? There? See, <laughs> whenever I first because that is a very like guitar center employee yeah, thing is. to talk about. Well, like, yeah, if we did a classic rock uh, episode, I would be all like all over the place. Uh, we'll do but it I listen to. Classic rock, that's my first genre I ever listened to outside of Christian rock. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of classic rock that I, I love. It'd be hard to put a, a top five classic rock list. That would be borderline impossible. That'd be really Because you're really- Because it spans too many decades. Right. I mean, your, your classic rock goes though? from the 60s to the 70s and even into a little bit of the early mm-hmm. 80s. That's all, like, the only- I mean, yeah, that's, there's a, wait, that is a lot of music. Of music that's a lot though, of music. Even just from the 60s that's and 70s. A lot of music. Let's be real. He just picked the Eagles top hits. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. I joke about the Eagles. They are not sniffing the top 30 classic rock songs. <laughs> okay, good. Okay. Good. Maybe Desperado. Maybe. And still probably not top 30. I, I I'd have to sit down and, and make that list. We'll, we'll do that eventually. We'll do a classic rock episode because that's something that's been on my list to do for a while. And I know we all would get into that. And Juan would be like, huh? No, but no, no. We, thought, <laughs> yeah. we made great decisions on two new metal, new metal episodes before any classic rock. Kind of go our own way. <laughs> so your fifth, Wyatt. Um, I went with Prince off of Diamond Eyes. I, I don't okay. know if that's anybody's top five song, but... I don't know why that one really jumped out at me when I was trying to get into the ethereal Deftones because stuff. Of the bass work. What's that? Bl- was it because of the bass? Oh, for sure. Uh, also like That's that, that, uh, that like verse riff is lots of people like say it's kind of reminiscent of like RX queen. I mean, it's not like mm-hmm. the same notes or anything, but it's, it's no. like weird, dissonant, clean tone. Uh, and Chino's screaming on that is just sick. I, I, I love that part. Um, if I had to order them, that might be my number one. I don't know. Ooh, I really ooh. like that song. It helped me get into like their, their more recent stuff from 10 years ago. 
It's an extreme- <laughs> <laughs> more recent stuff from 10 years ago. It's an extremely unique song. Yeah. And it's very haunting and eerie too, especially yeah. the, the verse and stuff. That's what's kind of cool about Diamond Eyes is it has a lot of really unique like Deftones songs like but- uh, You've Seen the Butcher. Like really one-off stuff. Yeah. Like sex tape, mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's really, really interesting album. Yeah. Your fifth. Speaking of and- sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> Why do the Deftones have so many songs with like parentheses in the title? I don't True. know, but they do tend to do that a lot. Yeah. This last one, I think also is one of those, uh, that, that when I was researching that kind of, I was like, that's odd, which I don't know if, I don't mind as because when you write jokes, a lot of times I'll do that as I'm writing to where like, that's, I want to emphasize this or, mm-hmm. uh, it's a jo- This is the title of the joke parentheses. Get this kind of a punch across. Or act outs. So mm-hmm. I was like, that's kind of cool. I wonder if that's how they think of it too. It's like this song. So they didn't know what to title it. So they went with whatever the band probably wanted. And then Tino's was like, fuck y'all. I like this title better. <laughs> Possible. Uh, but I'm going to go with um, Be Quiet and Drive. Okay. Mm-hmm. Another one of their biggest hits. Mm-hmm. Not a sh- Parentheses. Not a Smart. Away. Taste. Far Away. Isn't that the full title? Yeah. 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 I'm looking, I'm like, you, you, I'm checking you on that one. And you got a good point. I never noticed before. Yeah. There's a lot about a lot of their songs. songs. Like there's this one on there on gore. Yeah. That's called yep. phantom pride parentheses featuring Jerry Cantrell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a weird title. <laughs> nice, isn't it? I was, you <laughs> I was ready. <laughs> I was ready to sell you out. <laughs> as soon as you stopped talking, <laughs> I was going to make a fucking burn and then you fucking drop the hammer on us. God damn it. Well played. Well played. I was so ready. It's all like giddy. Oh, man. If only the Deftones were as good as that joke was. Oh, okay. So now we're getting into the bottom. Before we get into the bottom, yeah. can I have a quick little rant? Yeah, sure. Y'all, we're all music fans. We all yeah. listen to music. We all have headphones. Yeah. Uh, have you ever bought these <laughs> pieces of shit Skull Candy headphones? Yes. Oh, yeah. Fuck this company. And this happened to me today. Uh-huh. So my iPhone headphones are fucked up for whatever reason. And I went to go... I wasn't on purpose. It was I was at Kroger buying something, and they happened to have these headphones, so I bought them. So it's not like I was going searching and then this is is what my choice was. The only thing, headphones I had. And this piece of shit headphone has like the mic and the two two buttons and the little middle part. Right. Who the, what engineer would have a skip track forward and a previous track (laughs) instead of volume (laughs) on your fucking headset? (laughs) They make an excellent point there. I was like, that is the most asinine thing I've ever seen. And then apples, you can easily skip forward with a right. double click, right. which it made me furious at other companies and slightly appreciate Apple's products because they had the forethought, like this is what reality would need or want. Like, the whole point of having the controls on your head is to not have to reach into your pocket right. to do mm-hmm. something. You fucking idiots. <laughs> skull daddy or whatever the sweat. Skull, skull daddy. Yeah. <laughs> skull daddy. Pieces of shit. So actually these are skull daddy headphones I've had for years and I never use them because they don't fit in my ear correctly. 
on like iPhone. So I got burned twice by these motherfuckers. <laughs> there must be a patent that Apple has on that, that technology towards volume up, volume down or, or pause. My, my wireless earbuds do the same thing. Volume up, volume down, and then you double tap to change the track or triple tap That's, to go back. That is the most logical design yeah. of all time. Yeah. And to fuck that up, no wonder you're selling your headphones in Kroger's. Yeah, just for like five dollars. I just They're picture okay. you like oh, in the okay. parking lot of Kroger's reading the instructions. <laughs> Dan, that's how you know that they like, fucked up. Because legitimately, they had directions where they spelled it out. Because people, they know they fucked up, and they're like, no, people are going to be confused. Like, oh, my thing's malfunctioning because nobody in the right mind would do this. So they put it on their. One pager yeah. of instructions <laughs> explaining that no, this was on purpose. You fucking idiots! <laughs> I, that a skull candy's a real head scratcher. <laughs> I'd rather watch hard candy on repeat. <laughs> 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 I'm a big Ellen Page fan. Oh <laughs> uh, no, you, I'm apparently not with my shitting on El- Umbrella Academy last week. <laughs> and Juno previously on the podcast. Yeah, he did. But I like Trailer Park Boys, which he's also in. And I like Inception. Why am I going off on this tangent? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so um Did you have any honorable mentions? I have tons of honorable mentions. Okay. You don't have to make them up on the fly because you didn't write them down because they're not that great. <laughs> I, I'm, kidding. Have, I'm kidding. I probably have 20 honorable mentions. I can just pick off the top. Oh, of okay. Head. Okay. Half of them were stuff stu- ones we already talked about. Yeah. Combat off of uh, Saturday Night Wrist. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy another high energy one. Uh, Beware off of that same album is very good. I mean, I can just go on. I probably oh, have yeah. five or six from each one. I could talk for about it for 20 minutes, but Swerve City was one of them. Nice. That was one of them. Uh, Risk by on uh, Diamond Eyes yep. stands out to me. And I always just, for me, it always just felt, it's about like lamenting someone that you're losing or lost. I always feel like that song was about their bass player who died. Ah. Oh. And so like for me it is kind of like a reflection like you know remembering someone who's lost the same goes for hearts wires off a of gore. It's also like talking about missing someone who's passed away or and that song in hearts wires I don't know if it's someone who died or someone who's like strung out on drugs it's hard. Chino's lyrics are notoriously hard to decipher. Oh yeah. Half the time you don't know if he's talking about sex Not violence a or bad thing. You know. How drugs. often does lyrical content affect your taste in a song never question for the group probably i think i've talked about this on the grunge episode yeah i think we did yeah it never it it does not play in unless it's red hot chili peppers bad to where their lyrics are so bad you're just like (laughs) what the fuck yeah uh but 90 times out of 10 doesn't matter at all yeah yeah i I, i'm like you're talking about like the i don't even go and read lyrics to songs Mm. Most of the time. So I, the Deftones, Can I can't you call tell you what a fan. any of their stuff. About. I can't tell you what any of the lyrics are. <laughs> Mars Volta, though, he knows every song. I do know all their songs, but I, again, I can't tell you what any of their lyrics are. And they got some weird ones. I only like sometimes I'll catch a lyric from the Mars Volta and I'll be like, did he just say 
Like I literally pulled that like band out of my association. ass. I couldn't name a single one of their songs. I just thought that sounded like uh, a, a band that was kind of like off the radar, but a, oh, like some kind of deep track dude, kind of guy would like. Bring me in for their top five. <laughs> there will not, there will not be a Mars I, Volta top five. I love as long as I live. Mars Volta. Are they good? I've list, literally never listened to them. I don't think you'd like it. <laughs> it's no, it's because it's super challenging. Their music is very, that is the most pretentious <laughs> phrase in the history of the world. Oh, you wouldn't like it. Cause literally you cannot comprehend their greatness. No, it's because it's probably not. Sh- God damn it. I'm still in, I'm still enraged by the headset. Uh, the headphones. I'm like, I have to take like some kind of blood pressure medicine. Yeah. After yeah. That. Calm yourself down. Yeah. Skull candy. Got a sugar high from the skull candy. Exactly. Yeah. So let's go backwards. You start off the bottom five, Adam. What were we just talking about? It's blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I almost did this for my top five, uh, but I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to break it up so destructively, but I'm not a huge deaf, like I'm a casual Deftones fan. Mm-hmm. I'm certainly not going to make a bottom five list of their songs. So I went with my favorite songs, but people who are tone deaf. <laughs> <laughs> So this is actually going to be songs I do like by monotone singers. Um, <laughs> this is going to be amazing. I'm going number one, uh, Clint Eastwood by the Gorillas. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I can dig it. Yeah. I thought you were going to go with just a straight top five Jim Croce. Oh, no. I trust me. I would love to do that. But <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that would be okay. a bit of a cop out. Might monotone. as well at least go in theme. I, I like. Am, I, I am. I am so jealous that I didn't think of that. <laughs> <laughs> I almost did the top five, but I was like, nah, that'd be <laughs> just destructive. I was going to make a joke. I forgot about it. There's the, there's a tribute band and I think you've seen them, Mark in Houston. There's a Deftones tribute band called the deft ones. Yep. I've seen them. That's Mark's old band. No. Is it? No. <laughs> he tried out and they spurned him. <laughs> they told him to shut up and drive. That's away. <laughs> far away. <laughs> be quiet and drive. Sorry. Yeah. It's still, good. It's it's still a good joke. <laughs> so why do you have a bottom five? Kind of. That was a tough ass question. Uh, Cause I actually legitimately, I don't know if I just went into some realm of just being an absolute Deftones fanboy, but I legitimately don't dislike a single song in their discography. So this was, it was hard enough to choose five that I like had at the top, but you told me to choose Mm -hmm. a bottom five. I was like, Oh, this is a whole nother level. So I cheated. Uh, I chose five I songs that feel the least hey, like. If your girlfriend listens to this episode, just remember: once a cheater, always a cheater. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I Enjoy chose la- making her listen to it now. You jerk. <laughs> I'm kidding. You seem like a nice kid. <laughs> I'm kidding. You seem like a nice kid. <laughs> so I like your dad a lot. Yeah. I chose so the go for it. The five songs that felt the least like Deftone songs to me. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Those are gonna be like all my top five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I went with the five tracks that are like weird interlude or kind of instrumentally tracks. Cause there there's okay. actually a few of them. Like on Adrenaline, mm-hmm. you've uh, uh 
should I just name them off since they're all kind of the same thing, or should I take them one go at a time? It. Just go. Right. Take, wait, 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 take them one at a time. Oh, I'm like what your dad would do, which is just skip it all together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, so I'm just keep some kind of continuity in this fucking thing. There's rules to drafts. <laughs> so, yeah, just right. do the first one. All right, all right. Fuck so, candy. Uh, I guess my first one is Fist, which is the untitled okay. hidden hidden track from yeah. Adrenaline. Plays right after the last track, but um, yeah. Uh, which technically has the whole band on it, but Chino doesn't really say anything in the song. No, uh, I heard that he, he actually made up most of the lyrics to that album on the spot anyways, so that's not really saying much, but uh, <laughs> but there's just not much it's to that song. I still like it, but uh, yeah, it's not really a fully flushed out song. Yeah, so. I, I feel you on that. Yeah. Dan? Um, my... Number one least favorite Deftone song is Youth of a Nation by P.O.D. <laughs> that song is a piece of shit. That song fucking is terrible. <laughs> I'll be honest. I was into that song alive a little bit when it first came out. Oh. Everything else P.O.D.'s ever put out was uh, hot garbage. It, Youth of a Nation especially. And I, and I feel like P.O.D. I do have another answer, but... Um, I, I do feel like POD was, they were, they were intentionally like listening to the Deftones being like that. Let's do that. Mm. <laughs> kind of like how Hoobastank listened Jesus. to Incubus and we're yeah. like that. Let's do that. Hoobastank yeah. sucks. I yeah, saw they, them. They, they were all on the They were terrible. They're bad. Mark knows POD. Kill the Buzzfest. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, my least favorite. Number one is bored. Um, okay. I know it's their first wow. single. I, I think Adrenaline's kind of their weakest record overall. Mm-hmm. At the time that it came out, I wasn't super into that kind of heavy music. I was playing guitar, but I was, I was like a big... Uh, so, 95, I was a freshman in high school. Freshman in high school, I was listening to not great music, um, but it was a lot of like Metallica and... Uh, I was big into Smashing Pumpkins. So like, you know, if mm-hmm. it was a toss up between, hey, listen to Adrenaline or listen to like Melancholy and Infinite Sadness, I was going to take Melancholy and run. Mm-hmm. And I was a lot more into that kind of stuff. And it, like I said, I didn't get into Deftones until later. And even now, I still feel like it's just, there's a lot of, um, it's just not, they, they just grew, got a lot more mature as songwriters as they right. went on. And that's, that shows like, it's just, it's very cookie cutter kind of stuff. Yeah, it is. It's very, it's not one of, it's one of the songs, like if it pops on my playlist, I'll skip it. Yeah, it's just got such a 90s vibe yeah. to it. And, not- and, and I had already heard Korn's first record mm-hmm. and liked mm. it. Yeah. And I felt like this was a little derivative mm-hmm. of that, especially the song Bored. Right. Sounds like it could have been on a Korn's, on and- Korn's first, first right. record. Gotcha. You know, so. Yeah, that song didn't hook me at first uh, either. Because I, I went in chronological order, but ironically, it's I almost put it on my top five for this. Ah, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. No, that's fine. I don't care. But I, I really like that song for some reason. You're I, allowed like, to do I it like it how too. he dismisses it. No, he's fine. I don't care about your opinion at all. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Fuck <laughs> your opinion. Uh, I'm glad so I can my... hear you though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Does anybody my... know about that? Was that ever talked about? <laughs> about what? <laughs> Oh, I couldn't hear Dan the first time he was. Oh on. yeah. <laughs> oh no, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, the you didn't know that, Dan? Like no. two hours we talked. Yeah, that, I, I, I didn't. What? I, I didn't know what your now? voice sounded I thought like. You were no, just no, 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 no. 
Holy Whoa. shit, I just thought you were being polite. <laughs> <laughs> Look, trust me, if you can figure out a way for us to tune him out, I'm all ears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we love Dan. Yeah, they figured out the brute function on your skull candy headphones. <laughs> I'm gonna run into him in six months from now. He's gonna say skull candy. I'm gonna throw a bottle. <laughs> so my uh, first or on the bottom five is it's kind of like along the same lines. I'm a huge Deftones fan, so it was hard for me to pick a bottom five. But I wanted to challenge myself, so I've picked the top one that I think is the least Deftones, and that is Lucky You off of their self-titled CD. It's it's just Chino singing over some drums and <clears> some synth. It's very, at least to me, very not, nothing catchy about it, very uninspired. Like Chino's voice is great, but it's just, it doesn't do anything for me at all. It's just very plain, very blah. And the fact that that got on to like one of the Matrix albums for they the did? movie somehow. Yeah, it did. And oh, I was like, how weird. did this get picked? Why that one? Way better yeah. music. <laughs> way better music. Not like the last two Matrix movies were any good, but. <laughs> <laughs> What? Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, my my second one is also off that same album. It is the like two tracks after that. It's anniversary of an uninteresting event. And that's the title of that song. It's just very uninteresting. <laughs> <laughs> it's just doesn't do anything for yeah. me. Honesty and advertising. Good for them. Yeah. Dan, you're second. P.O.D. song that you hate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know any more P.O.D. songs. We named the two that I know. I'm going to try to think of something P.O.D. on the fly. But, uh, can I say fly by Sugar Ray? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, uh, God. I hate and that. talk about a shit show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hate that band. <laughs> um, my second least favorite is Back to School. Really? By the Deftones. Yeah. I, I, when White Pony came out, I think that change was their first single. Right. Right. Yeah. Change got me and, and it really piqued my interest. And I listened to that one and why they felt the need. I got the, I guess the, you talked about the special editions. Right. Yeah. I got that CD. That's the one I had. So that fucking song bookends that whole CD. It opens it and then they do and a then, reprise yeah. Yeah. kind of song at the end. And it's my least favorite. And I'm like, why do that one? Like they should have done that with change mm-hmm. or one of the other mm-hmm. songs. I don't like the hook. I don't, I don't think the lyrics are very good. Um, it just, it, it, the Deftones to me at their worst are being very teen angsty. Uh-huh. Mm. And that's why I don't like bored. And that's why I don't like back to school is give me the, you know, weird uh, abstract lyrics of like digital bath or give me the weird kind of other tones that where I actually can pay attention to the lyrics and you're singing about that. Right. I'm like, eh. you know that mm. that song originally wasn't on the album. So they, they recorded white pony and then they released it. And then yeah. a couple months into it, the head of the record company was like, Hey, we like this final track. That chorus is really great. And they were like, we want you to take that chorus and write like an upbeat rap song. And they were like, yeah. why? Well, because limp biscuit was leading the charts. So oh, they wanted something that yeah. would compete with limp biscuit. So they did it because they were contracted actually obligated but as far as the band goes it's one of their least favorite tracks that makes sense mm-hmm. so then they re-released the album and that book ended it and so like they don't even really like that song they yeah. said they felt like the album was great without that song on i there. i would 100 percent agree and i wrote down under my notes uh i wrote bored i didn't like it when it came out and i wrote back to school it sounds too new metal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. just too much of that time period whereas everything else they kind of grew out of it 
Right. So that yeah. makes perfect sense. So Wyatt, your second. Um. Also, uh, you you said my second and third anniversary of an just, uninteresting event. <laughs> oh, okay. I spoiled it. Everybody yeah. was on the edge of their seat, and I fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's a hint of sarcasm there. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking What will my third pick be? Okay, so yeah, anniversary of an uninteresting event. It's just kind of boring. Yeah. Um, And it's one of those tracks. I don't think Stefan's on it. I don't think she's on it. No, it's just very... I don't think Abe's on it. Maybe. Yeah, he's on it, I think, actually. But I was at Deftones without all of them. And it's just kind of boring fillery. Yeah. So your next rant, Adam. Tone deaf. I love. I love that you did that. Uh, I'm gonna go with Pepper it. by the Butthole Surfers. It's <laughs> 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 a good song. I like. I like the Butthole Surfers. Yeah. Austin's own was that was they the, were all in love with dying they yeah. were doing it in texas yeah <laughs> oh my mom like avalanche coming down the mountain freaked the fuck out when she found out my brother had a cd from a band called the butthole surfers <laughs> it was uh mass panic in the radliff household that's outstanding uh, and it did not last long <laughs> my parents took away my bloodhound gang cd <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> when i was making this list i was like that 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 Band came up because their guy's super monotone. Yeah, but I was like, no, fuck, what? Okay, yeah. <laughs> but my brother, like, my brother was into them for that a while one. Too. The roof, the, the roof. roof. That's, oh yeah, that could have oh, been on yeah. your list. That's yeah, yeah. not yeah. a good song. So not a good band. Third, next one. Uh, the next one is uh, "Walk on the Wild Side" by Lou Reed. Ah, oh, I love that song. It's a good song. They, they, these are all song. songs I like. Yeah. To be clear, uh, these are all songs monotone. I enjoy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a little Lou Reed's super monotone. He does oh. that, that kind of talking. Yeah. He's yeah. not really even singing. He's like hitting notes sometimes. Have we but- talked about the Metallica Lou Reed Lulu? Lulu? Uh, combination. This is the biggest Bro, pile of shit. You cannot find it on uh, <laughs> Apple Music. No. It really? is like, so bad. It's so bad. They're like, no, we're not. Shame on them for thinking <laughs> that was a good idea. can't even stream it. I don't even think it's on YouTube. I, I swear I came across it was like on a list of like worst songs ever or worst awesome. ideas it's ever. It's a yeah. worst album. Unbelievable. Oh my God. Just so bad. Worse than St. Anger. Atrocious. Yeah. Worse. Hot take. Much no, worse. I, I no, would, I would agree with Adam on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I am it's the table. two things that don't belong together. Yeah. Not even close. Doesn't work like steak and mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> Still haven't tried it. So Wyatt, you're... Four. Three, three. Third. Sorry, third. Yeah. God, what could it be? Uh, lucky you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the other one you we, said. I actually yeah. really like Chino's vocals in that one. Uh, instrumentally, it's once again just kind of uninteresting. There's no, the band's not in it. Right. So it's just kind of the same thing for me. But I would, of my bottom five, I'd probably put that as the best of my picks mm-hmm. just because I like Chino's vocals on that one. Okay. Dan. Number three, the Deftones have a B-Sides and Rarities yes. Yes. album that they put out. I thought that was their whole discography. Nice. I'm going to let that sit for a second. I'm going to let you have your moment. Yeah. <laughs> hey, You've done I, well this back half of this episode. <laughs> it was the, 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 the skull candy thing got you set off. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. 
on that on that record, the B sides and rarities, they covered "Simple Man" by Leonard Skinner, what? and I don't give a shit who plays that song. It sucks so fucking bad <laughs> that it's the worst goddamn thing I've ever heard. So I don't. You could hand that song to the best musician in the world if they're playing fucking "Simple Man." I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Fuck that song. Fuck Leonard Skinner. I'm glad they died in a plane crash. <laughs> And fuck whoever Van Zant is singing for him now, that fucking piece of shit. Such vitriol from. I, uh, we talked about Limp Biscuit, yeah, Corn, uh, Coal Chamber, Fear Factory. We've listened, we talked about all these bands. The vitriol comes out for a song. Leonard fucking in a band. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Does that have anything to do with their southern roots? Or is you it's legit just, hate the music? I hate the music. It's terrible songs. Nothing Freebird's not a good song. Original. Freebird's a bad song. I can go on Give and back on. My I, can, is a bad I, song. I can do a top worst. Bow to Curtis Love is a bad <laughs> All song. All of them. They're just, and I don't Sweet understand. Sweet Home Alabama is a bad song. I don't understand the love that they get. And it's all of it's so overplayed. There's yeah. a million other better that bands that were a bad out song. At, the rant at the same time. That, yeah, give me three steps is a bad That's song. A bad that song. smells I don't a bad like song. All of them are bad. Ooh, Sweet Home Alabama is a That smells. That smell, the intro of that smell is one of my favorite intros for any song ever. It's badass. But then what happens? I love the song. I mean, I, was, <laughs> I, I feel like, so I don't know. Like, so I don't know the guys. Whiskey bottle. Brand new car. It's a <laughs> fucking retarded. I'm sorry. I'm not How many friends to say have you that lost? Word, but it warrants it. How many friends have you lost to drugs? That's the whole point of the song. Well, he he should have done more and been one of them. <laughs> I wouldn't have to suffer through that crap. Jesus. So I, ex- I don't understand why. Leonard Skinner is a band that, like, if all your friends jumped off the Brooklyn Bridge, would you do it too? I wish they would have. <laughs> Damn. I really hates Florida. There's a lot of hate there. <laughs> I actually kind of like Leonard Skinner. <laughs> so they're an underrated classic rock band. Yeah. So my next, my... I wouldn't listen to them on Skull Candy headphones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my third is uh, Bored. So the one you said, it's just it doesn't do much for me. It's very just blase. But it was also like their first, first you know, th- you know, single. So you know, they were the youth of a nation. They, oh wow! Oh, <laughs> and wow. then the next, <laughs> my fourth is. Uh, probably a little bit more controversial. It's Romantic Dreams off of Gore. I'll just go out there oh. and say Gore is my least favorite album. It's Wait. got some good songs on there. That was on Koi. Oh, it was. You're right. It was on Koi. <laughs> so it's the second, right. It's just it's after the second Swerve song. Right, yeah. I got confused. Did we Respect. just <laughs> witness an out fandom? <laughs> yeah. Maximum hipster Young points. Wyatt. <laughs> just dethroned Mark as ultimate Deftones fan. <laughs> You're his Huckleberry. That just happened. You're <laughs> Mark. Yeah. It's just very, un- it just, sorry for the like- tone deaf. You're his Johnny Van Zandt. You're second in line. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. 
That's fine. Or whatever his name is. Tony Van Zandt. I don't Ronnie's the brother. <laughs> Ronnie's the first one, right? No. Who's the oh, younger yeah. one? I don't know. I, they're it's both like Ronnie, names. Johnny, Bonnie. Like all their names rhyme. I think Ronnie <laughs> is the original singer. And Johnny. It's like on Raising Arizona when his kids were like Harry, Gary, Larry, Barry, and Nathan Jr. <laughs> what was that piece of shit song they put out after oh, You'll have to be wreck. more specific. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of the, like the what, better known songs, but when it, the brother came in, they got way more country. And it's trash, but it was like, it's a pretty popular song. It would come to me. Isn't he also in 38 special? Isn't that the same guy? I don't think so. I don't think so. Fair enough. I think another Van Zant is in 38. Is that Towns Van Zant? <laughs> <laughs> I'm being stupid. <laughs> Greta Van Zant. Fourth yes. Dan. Uh, I picked Minerva as my fourth. Mm-hmm. Not because it's a bad song, but it's just got overplayed. That one was yeah. on the radio so much when it came out that I just got tired of it. And I think that was the summer that my car, I was driving and like my AC broke or, uh, no, you know what it was? My engine was running hot and I was super broke and like the temperature gauge would always go into the red. And the only way that I could get it to turn down was turn the heater on. And I didn't uh. have a CD player or a tape deck in my car, so all I had was the radio. So it's like a hot-ass summer in South Louisiana, and I'm driving around with a heater on because it was the only way to get my car to work, and I heard Minerva over and over and over and over. <laughs> and so it just kind of soured it for me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. You can understand, right? I it's, can understand, yeah. Sure. I've had a similar thing happen, but I didn't live in the South. I would change stations and fucking Leonard Skinner would be on. <laughs> <laughs> is there some kind of, Louisiana and is there some kind of Louisiana, station. Florida rivalry that I'm not aware of? <laughs> Where's Credence from? Uh, Florida, I think. I always associate Credence and Skinner together in the classic rock. And I'm not, I'm genre. not an anti-Southern rock guy. I think Credence is awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I will listen they to them awesome. all day long. They're underrated as fuck too. Super underrated. Yeah. And they've got hits after hits after hits. Uh, and a very short Fogarty's amount of time. Fogarty's a way better singer. Yeah. They were only like five years, right? Yeah, it was that something they were incredibly short. Uh, it's like cream level yeah. short. Also great mm-hmm. band. Also cream? great band. In a genre that we will eventually have to talk about. Make room for with uh, Third or fourth new metal episode. <laughs> this will be the last new, new metal, metal the episode. later years. Can we get that? <laughs> That's a verbal contract. You said this is the last one. Uh, Wyatt, you're fourth. Um, I, I had to look it up to see what the actual full title was, but it's U U D D L R L R A B select start. Yeah, which I believe is the Konami code. Yeah, the what code? Contra, the, the video game? Yeah, you remember Contra? You, at the menu, you hit up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B-A-B, A-B-A start. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It's a good song, but it's just instrumental. There's no Chino, and that's kind of one of the big ticket parts about Deftones is Chino. Yeah. So, that's yeah, that. Do you know what he means? Probably, him and their, like, the singer and the drummer are probably the strongest links for me in that band. Interesting. Yeah. I, I would have said Stefan, but guitar, I guess. Yeah. Four. Tone deaf. I'm going uh, with Sex and Candy by Marcy Playground. Who <laughs> <laughs> oh, I also saw a bus fest. <laughs> I guess 97. Yeah, yeah. somewhere around there. <laughs> yeah. They actually put on a really good show. They were on the side stage and they, they had a, one of my favorite performances of the whole day. I got a free day. copy of one of their CDs that came out after that one, like 
in mm-hmm. the early, and it was super good. Yeah, they. I was like, man, they a, just kind of one hitted wondered themselves. Yeah. yeah, but they were super decent band. Other than that, mm-hmm. I hated that song though. I didn't like that. Song <laughs> it was either. super, super, super overplayed. And if that's uh, a right. major factor for anyone, it was like that and fucking flagpole sitta. <laughs> Harvey Danger. <laughs> familiar? Yeah, I'm familiar. It's all better than All Star, which is that roughly oh. the same time period. Yeah, that was a, mm. that was not a good year. Whatever, no. and like how bizarre would come on. The last kiss oh. by Pearl bizarre. Jam. Moving all around in the hot hot sun. <laughs> <laughs> That's my impression of that dude. That's my impression of you in the nineteen ninety seven. That's my impression. <laughs> that car. <laughs> Uh, and last one. So I had originally a different <laughs> one. A Marcy Playground was not in the top five, but I don't know what I think. Buzz talking about Buzz Festival it yeah. popped into my mind. Uh, so I'm gonna have one honorable mention, but uh, for my fifth, and I'll get to that later. I'll let you guys go through. My fifth is Mm-mm-mm-mm by Crash, Crash Test, Test Dummies. Dummies. <laughs> uh, I had that CD. Why? I liked that song when it came out. I was like twelve. And the whole that sucks. The whole city's fucking only imagine terrible. <laughs> For that, think of how bad it is. That's the standout track. Yeah, <laughs> and it's kind of a joke pick, but uh, it's <laughs> it is like. Can you think of a more monotone song? Do you know that song, Wyatt? Which one? Mm-mm-mm-mm by the Crash Test Dummies. I mean, if you played it, I'd probably recognize it. You got some homework. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got some homework. <laughs> This Some is shitty the, music homework. Awful. It's, it's there was this girl <laughs> <laughs> got into an accident. Cut and go. The song that sucks. You butt. sure sure remember a whole lot. Of I know it. every word of that song. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, same here. Like, yeah, like I said, it's not, good, song, it's not a good song. And that, it's and a joke. For me pick. again, who doesn't listen to song lyrics, that crap is imprinted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. in my brain. It's just other man. shit that I should know about. Like you guys. Are, are like history guys. Y'all did a whole episode about like these greatest hits. I don't know shit about that, but I know every goddamn word to crash test dummies. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me, right? Like, yeah. I have to look at my phone when I do open mic sets because I can't remember the order of my own <laughs> jokes <laughs> sometimes, but I know every fucking word to crash test dummies. <laughs> the brain is a weird fucking muscle, man. It's a, it's, <clears throat> mine is dog shit. <laughs> You probably know a lot of presidents in the United States of America songs I too. Do, I do. <laughs> Dune buggy was a good one. <laughs> I don't know anything with the hits like the lump, deep cuts. Yeah. Lump and what else? Millions of peaches. Peaches. Oh yeah. yeah peaches. So why? Two of the greats. Fourth. <laughs> fourth. Or, I'm fifth. on my fifth. I think. Oh, fifth. Sorry. No, yeah. Yeah. First. Yeah. Um, I saw an article once that said, (laughs) (laughs) I saw this article about bands that only had one bad song Uh and it was pink cell phone for Deftones. Uh And I think it's probably about the hot Carling Academy part at the end. Yeah. But, uh, I still like this song, but, um, I love it's, the beat of it and Chino's oh, yeah. singing on it. It's just the and last it, like minute and a half is just pointless, <laughs> literal garbage. It, may, it did make me laugh though. I have to admit, yeah. um, but it's another one of those ones that has like a female vocalist on it, which I want to mm. say that's probably the only other one like that. Um, There's not many. No. Yeah. Besides uh, knife party. I don't know. I like it, but it's another weird, like instrumentally synthy one. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my song. last one. 
Dan, last one. My last one is on their new record. Uh, it's the song Pompeii. Okay. There's, uh, you, we, I think we talked about this. We yep. both listened to the new record the day it came out because I knew you were going to be super excited, Mark. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I feel like overall, the record's really good. That's a low point, though. It's, mm-hmm. it's, I know it's a, it's a real concise record. It's 10 songs, which they could have probably, they probably had more that they cut. Right. I feel like they could have cut that one, too. Is anyone mm. in the band Italian? No. Because <laughs> Pompeii, obviously, in Italy, and mm-hmm. Minerva is a Roman god. Yeah. It's kind of odd. No. Unique. Is it Pompeii? It's got a, it's got a J in it. Is it it's just spe- pronounced I like that? It up. It's, that's another alternate way to spell Pompeii. Oh, okay, okay. I was Which curious. Hipster, yeah. Too. yeah. Actually, yeah. Mogwai. We only use the Italian spelling of Pompeii. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, that's. I, don't, I, I like that song to a certain extent, but it is the low point on that album. It's just, it's, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. And it's kind of, I think it's like track six. Yeah. And it's sandwiched between two other really good, really songs. good songs. So yeah. it kind of kills the momentum, mm-hmm. right? It was just an interesting take for that. And then my, my last one is one I've tried to get into for years, and I just can't, and it's Sex Tape. Really? I, it's one that the Deftones fandom, everyone I know, that there's big, deep Deftones fans, they love it, and I just can't. I just can't get into it. It's kind of like Pompeii for you. It's just, I'm kind of like, you have this great build, and then there's that, and I was like, whoa, what happened? That's kind of how I felt about the Paris Hilton one. Sex tape. <laughs> Glad that went over. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't have to watch as much pornography as you do. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I won't be watching pornography with skull candy headphones. <laughs> oh, in your final monotone. You're emailing him. Way to make me soft, skull candy. <laughs> Skull Candy gave me ED. That's on you. <laughs> that and years of bad choices. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, so I had a, an honorable mention, which was uh, Distance, a cake. Mm-hmm. That guy's yeah, as monotone yeah. as it gets. Yep. And the, the, the time. I just like the guitar riff. That is a good song. It's a good, it's a good song. Cake a ter- is super underrated. I like, disagree. Cake had some, some bangers, they man. did not, in my opinion, but like that's a band that I've hear people uh, will say that all the time. Like, oh, cake this. Cake that. Like, I've never been a fan of theirs. I do like a lot of bands where they have that singer that does more talking than singing. I can get into that. Um, kind of that Lou Reed style, and, mm-hmm. and Cake was one of them. Uh, Not a big fan, as you could tell by the cake that was in my refrigerator for for the last month. Jacket. <laughs> that song straight sucks. <laughs> I had a feeling that would be your least favorite one. Yeah, I do like that song. Where are they from? What Cake is, is they're just a kind of a fun band, though. Yeah. Not they're, to be taken seriously. Yeah, I don't take them too seriously. But if it comes on, it's like the Gorillas. Like I'm, I'm keeping it on. You know, Gorillas are infinitely better in my opinion. Probably overall, I'd say Gorillas are a better band. Probably, yeah, yeah. I would think so. Well, that's anyone have any other honorable mentions before we wrap this up? Now I kind of want to just think of more monotone bands. (laughs) (laughs) Butterfly, Crazy Town. Oh my God, I hate that song so much. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I had a friend that uh, posted on Facebook a lot of like 
pictures of him from college and he had like frosted tips uh-huh. and I was really <laughs> bored one afternoon and when he did it I saw it and I went through like he posted like five pictures and I memed every single one of the pictures with come my lady come come my lady sugar, baby. and nice. kept posting them on his wall like over and over and over again so much fun trolling him like that I would do that to him and like like a week later I just got bored I was like I looked up insane clown posse music videos and I would share it on his wall I'd be like hey you remember how much you were telling me how much you love this song. <laughs> wow. And it's like, yeah, Juggalo Island. It's one of them. <laughs> it's a real song. It's horrible. It is horrible. Who here owned a pair of Jinkos? I did. I did. I did not. Jinkos in a chain wallet. I stole my Jinkos. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I had a what's the, sta- what's the statute of limitations on that? And uh, oh, it's way past. Yeah, no, I'm talking about the, the, the <laughs> as soon as it exceeds cool. the value of the, the pants themselves. themselves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like the more style. than five chinos. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to make a, a, a Jinko's crack whenever you were talking about chinos, but my fucking brain was on a lock. I couldn't think of the name of them. No, oh, okay. Those nice big baggy jeans. Touch a bad look. <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> bad. Some somewhere they tried. It's like there's certain fashion that they try to make a comeback, mm-hmm. and I feel like that was one of them. That somebody had the idea. They're like, let's bring Jinkos back. It's it's retro. It's nostalgia, and it never went anywhere. Like, no. Everybody collectively were like, nah, <laughs> yeah. Nah. That's not even your most embarrassing uh, style choice, from what I remember. What was it you said? You had the same. I had a pair of pleather pants. <laughs> that I wore on stage playing guitar. And let me tell you, pleather pants on a chubby guy. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a cake album. It looks like it because I ate the cake. <laughs> it looked like I wrapped my bottom half of my torso in electrical tape. And the top of me was just spilling out. <laughs> It's a great visual. It was such a bad look. And like we, we, I was in a cover band in high school and we were fucking horrible, but we would get gigs for some reason. And like, I would wear these fucking horrible pleather pants and get that spray hair, mm-hmm. green hair dye. That doesn't look authentic. It doesn't look like you had a good salon. It's from the job. Halloween it's just like store. Yeah. Halloween store. Yes. And I, oh yeah. my God, I, I looked like such an asshole. <laughs> what kind of stuff did you cover? We did a lot of stuff. We did mostly like it was all it was mostly all, at Leonard the time it was like late nineties. <laughs> we did cover Skinner. Uh, I know we did oh. that, but we also did like uh, I remember we played Lenny Kravitz. Are you going to go my way? We played like whatever Green Day song was out at the time. Uh, I mean, we covered just whatever was on the radio. Mm-hmm. So it would been like fucking Dragula <laughs> by Rob, Rob Zombie. Zombie. <laughs> and then Pretty Fly for a white guy. <laughs> and then we'd cover like One by Creed because that was a song at the time. It was just like whatever was on at the time. Did uh, we ever mention God, In My Hands by Fuel? Do we ever mention Offspring no, in our grunge episode? Eve 6. Did. Would you consider them grunge? No, they're punk. Oh, they're punk. They're punk band that sold out real fast. Yeah. Yeah, the pretty flat for a white guy was a solo. Their singer has like a master's degree in physics. Really? Or something insane like that. And I'm like, really? The guy that wrote Pretty Fly for a White Guy (laughs) (laughs) is a master's in physics. Wow. (laughs) That's nuts. Well, just to counter it, I guess. uh uh (laughs) (laughs) You learn something new every day, and that's why we're here at this podcast to educate you. So. 
Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we'll figure out what... Uh, maybe next time we'll do Fear Factor, Power, Power Man 5000 for Adam. Dan, do you have any shows coming up that you want to mention? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Isn't that obvious? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, the things are... I, I just meant not from a COVID, just because I'm not that good. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm doing a charity uh, basketball tournament with Cliff 2 and... Mm-hmm. Boss Lady on oh, December twelfth. Cool. So and then just like so check it out. I'll have it posted on my Facebook. Oh, cool. And uh if you wanna support or be a sponsor or anything like that, where's uh, it at? It's gonna be in Southwest Houston. Okay. The charities for the Leonard Skinner Foundation. <laughs> yeah. He said boys without planes. <laughs> <laughs> planes without pilots. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and on that positive note, <laughs> we'll see you all next week. Okay, if there's still a world, we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>